G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Thanks so much for having me, Neil. I always love talking to you. Wendy, uh, well, I've just been talking about some of the issues that are going on around Australia today and some of the issues that are making the news. One of those festering issues that seems to be continuing and it's just not going away anytime soon is this issue with the Safe Schools Coalition. You've been monitoring that along. Uh, What are the latest sorts of things that you can report for us on that? Well, one of the encouraging things, I think, is that mainstream media, as in the Australian newspaper in particular, but also The Age and The Examiner, a whole lot of media organisations, as well as 2GB with Ben Fordham, have really um, grabbed hold of this. And they are um, doing some good investigative journalism and they are reporting it from their own perspective. Um, ACL and Lyle and I have both been called on to comment, which has been great, but they are really drawing attention to some of the huge problems in this program. So that is that is very encouraging. Just remind us, Wendy, the sorts of things that are the biggest issues to be concerned about this because uh, as we've been talking about this over the past week, we've mm. been discussing the idea that it's promoted as an anti-bullying program, but really it's mm. become something more of a... Uh, recruitment program for the homosexual lifestyle. I think that's the the major issue, but there's a whole lot of things that are a part of this program. It really is. And so you and I would see that as a real spiritual battle. But what the Australian are focusing on are some of the aspects that we see as exactly what you've just said, an agenda. But, um, I mean, the latest book that the Safe Schools Coalition are promoting on their website is called The Gender Fairy. It's written for four-year-olds. But I'll repeat that it's written for four-year-olds. Mm. And the byline on the front says, only you know whether you are a boy or a girl. No one can tell you. And so this is the latest um, book. Uh, we've been talking about 11 to 14-year-olds who have been told that they need to describe what gender identity fits them best. And we've been very concerned about that. But this is a new level of... of um, of evil, I would say, for four-year-olds to be told that they only they can know whether they're a boy or a girl. And so, you know, we had the Australian newspaper and a couple of others print an article from someone who wrote and said, the next thing, Hallmark's going to be in trouble for having It's a Boy and It's a Girl cards, you know. Uh, and the program is also, the Safe Schools Coalition is telling people that to ask whether a baby in a pram, for instance, is a boy or a girl, is actually assuming a heteronormative stance and is wrong. Um, so, I, you know, just as I was listening to you before, Neil, you know, you're talking about what is normal. And 
I know that what you and I would think is normal is not necessarily what secular Australia thinks is normal, but secular Australia are definitely questioning whether this is normal. Well, there's going to be so much more to be said about that because as soon as this whole gender confusion issue uh, relates to children as young as four, Mm. uh, what we would appreciate about what we have traditionally seen as the normal family, mum and Mm. dad and the children, well, children have an easy way then of actually... Uh, getting grounded in their sexual identity because they've got dad. Little boys have got dad, little girls have got mum. But if you go and mess up that whole issue of uh, how you make up the family, how you make up parents in the family, well, it's more likely, isn't it, Wendy Francis, that if you've got a uh, same-sex couple who are parents, they are going to be teaching their children, so to speak, that there is no way of actually saying what you are. You are a little boy or you are a little girl. You get to choose yourself. It just creates a whole new level of confusion if this is actually legislated. It does, Um, and unfortunately it is already legislated, so it is across Australia. And uh, by 2018 in Victoria, this program is going to be compulsory for all state schools. So by 2018, it will be compulsory for Safe Schools Coalition to be in state schools and they are teaching that gender is fluid. So um, even if you think you're a boy one day, you might think you're a girl the next day. So gender is fluid. And so when Chella White, the parent uh, in Victoria, removed her uh, daughter who um, had a disability from a school because she was worried about boys going into her toilet, she was absolutely vilified by a number of people because um, she was she was adding to this bullying uh, that that they're all saying that we're doing. Um, so this is really serious stuff, uh, and it does play into the same-sex marriage debate as well. Because if we think it's bad now, um, if the plebiscite happens and Australia votes yes for same-sex marriage, it will only get worse. Mm-hmm. You've got to have a thick skin to be able to stand up for marriage between one man and one woman and uh, to stand uh, with that as a foundation for your life. Now, you have been uh, on in the firing line, Wendy Francis, over a number of things of recent days. Uh, there's been some success in an audit of two men's magazines. How has that worked? And, and uh, tell us about some of the... Uh, some of the ugly stuff that's gone along with your stance on those issues on those men's magazines. Yeah, that's been uh, a really good thing too because the classification branch in the Department of Communications, so it's a federal uh, department um, overseen by Minister Fifield, they uh, have asked the classification board to, because of a complaint that I made, um, to do an audit on two of the men's magazines. So that's that's really encouraging. Um, but as soon as that sort of started happening and then also the safe school stuff, I started receiving, I've received over a dozen absolutely vile um, emails come to my phone and also to my computer of uh, the worst sort of images that, that um, yeah, I've, I've ever seen in my life. And I've, I haven't seen a lot, I must admit, because I, do, I, I don't believe you need to eat rat poison to know that it's bad for you. So I'm, I'm, even though I'm in this space, I avoid seeing anything that I know will dishonour God. But um, this stuff has really been uh, very vile. So I I have gone to the police because it does appear to me as if minors are involved in these pictures. So I've gone to the police about it and um, that I've got to go back again today, actually. 
Well, probably some more to hear about that as things unfold. You know what I appreciate about you, Wendy Francis, is that uh, while we talk about these sorts of issues, uh, it's not as though you're just making a complaint about various issues that are going on. I mean, there's a certain, uh, you know, a, a way that some people can sometimes think about uh, commentators, and particularly when it comes to issues of morality, that somehow or other there's a little bit of whinging and whining going on. But mm. let me just say, and let me compliment you and honour you for this, that you're actually doing some wonderful proactive things uh, to help parents uh, to actually inform their primary school children about how to protect their minds. Tell me about this new initiative that you're promoting. Yeah, I, I really do want to be in that proactive space, and particularly as a grandmother. Um, I realise, and you know, the listeners would know that I've been against um, sexualised advertising. So it's difficult for children to avoid some of this stuff. And so I've developed um, just a very short little magnet to go on the fridge, and it basically just says, turn, think and tell. And the turn is, turn away, straight away. If you see something that you know is not right, turn away. Um, think straight away about something good, your dog, a beautiful flower, your mum and dad, the latest holiday. Think straight away because remove that image from your mind and then the tell is to go and tell um, your parent or a trusted adult straight away and I think that's very important as well. And down the bottom of the magazine I've just put that um, beautiful verse, you know, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, think on these things because our children need to have tools to be able to immediately train their mind of how to cope with what is actually um, forced on them at times. And these training techniques or these ways that you can communicate these things, they're not complicated, are they? You've come up with a very simple idea and it's just a reminder to kids. And it is a reminder to kids and I think it's also good for adults because we're actually attacked as well. And even though this resource really is aimed at primary school children just to give them... Uh, a training tool to train their own minds because no matter how many no matter how much parents pray for their children and train them the children themselves have to actually learn these techniques themselves because we can't be with them all of the time but I do think even turn think and tell is a good thing for adults as well we need to turn away as well as I said we don't need to we don't need to taste rat poison to know that it's bad so turn away from it Think immediately of something of God. Um, fill your mind with things of God and, and talk to other people about these things as well. Yep. You know, children are so vulnerable. And as you're talking about the ways that four-year-olds are going to be influenced about gender, we mm. need to be thinking even younger than that within Christian families. And parents need to be aware that there are some resources that they can use. And look, I know that you'd love everyone to get a hold of your uh, fridge magnets, but you Mm. could make up a little sign. You could get kids to do some colouring in. You could make up your own signs at home, couldn't you, with the same message, turn, think, tell. Absolutely. Turn, think and tell. Turn away straight away. Think of something else good and make sure you tell your parent or a trusted adult. Because I think the tell is important as well because if the child has seen something particularly on a phone or something at school, Parent needs to know so they can go to the school and say, look, this is what's happening. So parents need to encourage their children to talk to them about absolutely everything.
You can't afford to be complacent, can you, here, Wendy? Because uh, as a parent, you think, oh, that's not going to happen to my children. Well, if your children are going to any group or if they're into uh, preschool or into primary school, into high school, they are going to be exposed to all sorts of things. You have to be able to be proactive as a parent. Otherwise, the surrounding culture is likely to overwhelm your family. I really believe that. The um, secular statistics would say that by 11, 90% of children have seen porn. Now, I have 10 grandchildren, and the eldest is 13, and I am positive that they have not seen porn yet. They've been really well protected. But um, in saying that, so so I'm not 100% sure about that statistic, but that is what people are saying. And I think in this technological age, we just cannot be too relaxed about this. Well, Wendy Francis from the Australian Christian Lobby, so good to get your insights into those things that are on the agenda this week and talking about those things that Christian believers need to be aware of, uh, not only for their own families, but for the influence upon their communities as well. And so much uh, importance on that proactivity of actually doing those things within your family to protect the minds of our children as they are growing up in a society which has a way of permeating people's minds in such a way as to change the direction away from righteousness to unrighteousness. Wendy yeah. Francis, always love your insights and thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil, very much. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.